And then Miss Edwards shouted, David Bailey, what is a rabbit doing in my classroom? I can still picture the look of disbelief on her face. Needless to say, my plan backfired. My mum was called into school, Sam was taken home, and I was in big trouble. Can I please get a show of hands? Raise your hand if you had a childhood pet. And uh, keep your hand raised if you loved your pet. I too loved my childhood pet. His name was Sam the Rabbit. In fact, I love Sam so much that I believe everyone should get to meet Sam. So one day, six-year-old David had a great idea that he would take Sam to school. The problem was, I didn't think my parents would agree to this. So I waited until my mum was getting dressed one morning before sneaking outside, opening Sam's rabbit hut and greeting Sam by saying, Sam, you're coming to school with me today. And then hoisting him out of his cosy living environment, and plunging him into my dark manky backpack, leaving just enough space for him to breathe. The plan was going perfectly. Mum had no idea that Sam was in my backpack as we walked to school and I could hardly contain my excitement in picturing my friends' faces when they got to meet Sam. When we were at school and Mrs Edwards, our teacher, started taking the register, that's when I made my move. I opened my bag and carefully placed Sam the rabbit onto my desk and waited. The children started to notice and shouted and gathered around to all pet Sam. And then Miss Edwards shouted, David Bailey, what is a rabbit doing in my classroom? I can still picture the look of disbelief on her face. Needless to say, my plan backfired. My mum was called into school. Sam was taken home and I was in big trouble. To make matters worse, a couple of weeks later, we accidentally left Sam's hut door open and he ran away. We never saw him again and I wasn't allowed another pet after that. When thinking about a topic for this speech, the first thing that came to mind was this story of Sam the rabbit. And it's clear that many of you here today have shared the same feelings of love for your childhood pets. Although hopefully none of your pets ran away from the fear of being trapped inside a manky old school bag. This got me thinking about the relationship between people and animals. And to be honest, it's a little bit strange that on one hand, we love and care for our pets so deeply, dogs, cats, rabbits, goldfish. And on the other hand, we have little regard or connection towards the lives of cows, pigs, chickens, baby lambs, and the millions of marine life that fish from the oceans each year. My favourite food as a six-year-old boy was McDonald's chicken nuggets. The highlight of my day would be a happy meal. And if you would have told me back then that a chicken had to die for me to eat the nuggets, I probably wouldn't have cared 
or even made that connection. However, if you would have threatened to kill and eat my rabbit, Sam, then, then I would have been in great distress. So Paul McCartney once was once quoted saying that if all slaughterhouses had glass windows, we would all be vegetarian. Certainly growing up, I never imagined myself as vegetarian or I didn't even know what a vegan was. And if I had a time machine where I could go back and speak to my younger self, I would say one day, David, you're going to be a healthy vegan. Then it would have probably been met with the same look of disbelief as Miss Edwards upon witnessing a live rabbit in a classroom. <laughs> there is a point to all this and a deeper message that I want to leave you with. Does it make logical sense that we as people have the capacity to love animals? We nurture them, we care for them, we keep them as pets, and we don't see this anywhere else in the food chain. You don't see, for example, a tiger having any remorse for its prey. Yet we have the capacity to love animals deeply, sometimes even more so than our fellow human beings. The moment I decided to go vegan was when my younger sister challenged me to watch a documentary called Earthlings. And I challenge each and every one of you to watch this same documentary. It's called Earthlings. It's on Netflix because I couldn't make it through 10 minutes of this documentary. I had to turn it off. It was absolutely heartbreaking seeing the suffering that innocent animals have to go through. And right there and then, I knew that Sir Paul McCartney's quote was absolutely true, that if slaughterhouses had glass windows, we would all be vegetarian. And I would even take it one step further and say we would all be vegan. Because we care, because we love our pets, and because we feel compassion for all life means that deep down, we must be natural herbivores. After surviving and thriving on a plant-based diet for the last five years, I've decided to sign up for Toastmasters to become a voice for the voiceless and share the good word of veganism. Although it sounds like a cult when I say it like that, the term vegan actually means to do as little harm as reasonably possible. And I'm certainly not perfect and I believe that we will never actually be perfect. But if we all do our best together, we can reduce suffering and bring more love into the world. Thank you very much.